the country's free elections in 1990, 1996, and 2001 all defeated the Sandinistas, it wasn't until Daniel Ortega's re-election in 2006 that the country could seriously start rebuilding. But Ortega is Ortega, and I'm not sure this committed ideologue knows how to change with the times. Like that nerdy kid from grade school who had a growth spurt the summer after high school, ended up going to MIT and married the hot girl, Nicaragua seems well on its way to greatness. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that there are no more natural disasters, no more revolutions for a while, and that Nicaragua will get a chance to bloom on its own. What I love about this country is that despite the hardships, earthquakes, storms, and revolutions, Nicaraguans are some of the most resilient, kind, caring, and open people I've met. They are, for the most part, poor, and yet everyone shares everything with guests. On my first day there, I met up with Sergio Zepeda in his small town of Masaya. He's a guitar maker now, but he used to be a famous musician in a boy band, sort of like the Nicaraguan Menudo. Here's a tip for anyone looking to eat well on the road, hang out with musicians. Every time I'm with that crowd, I end up eating amazing food. Rockers eat late and at odd hours, with eclectic tastes and lots of free time on their hands. They're a great food resource for me. We started off at his home where I sampled fresh cacao beans for the first time. We hung out, ate, played guitar with some of his pals like La Vaca Loca, a superbly talented female singer-songwriter. We ended up going to a restaurant in Tiangue where he introduced me to some of his musician buddies. We ate some moronga, a rice stewed in cow's blood, morcia, another type of blood sausage, and chanfaina, a stew made up of chopped up bits of viscera, brains, and pig parts with some herbs. This dish is cooked until the meat falls off the bones. Then it's chopped up again and cooked down until it turns into a pasty consistency, which is spread on tortillas. Don't get me wrong, I had a wonderful evening. Good food, great company, and the scene was amazing. A town square right out of the movies with a narrow covered hut about 40 feet long, under which there were dozens of old ladies cooking and hawking their wares. You order by pointing with your finger and young girls bring you your selections. There is an acoustic band playing classic Nika music, and the moon is full, rising over the ancient cathedral above us. However, the food lacked that one crazy item I'm always looking for. Sergio asked if I had a chance to eat the iguana eggs. I hadn't, so he leads me over to a table manned by an old crone with three bowls in front of her, each filled with a light tomato porridge. Floating in the bowl are a dozen small golf ball-sized eggs. The embryo is encased in a soft fiber shell that you bite into and suck out the eggs. A horrific methodology, but pretty darn tasty. Very much like a chicken egg, but smaller and with a thinner and metallic flavor. I spent the next day on a bus from Managua to Estelle, a town high up in the mountains. You catch the bus at the Mayoreo Market, roughly 10 minutes from the airport. Selecting a bus is quite an ordeal, like selecting a gal to party with at the Bunny Ranch in Carson City. There are hundreds of idling buses, and since there are more seats than butts to put in them, each one is pimped out in order to attract riders, with young salesmen imploring you to take their bus, not the other guys, to your destination. The buses are big, American-style school buses circa 1968, and I finally selected mine, a shimmering red and silver beast named Tranquilo No. 7. Every bus has a slick name. Before we hopped on our selected bus, we picked up some nut brittle from one of the hawkers and then set out on the Gringo Trail and headed north on the Pan American Highway. I quickly discovered that a lengthy Nicaraguan bus ride is like a mobile progressive meal, 
with about as many stops as the local Lexington Avenue line on the New York subway. Every time we stopped, kids and older men rushed onto the bus carrying pieces of fruit, chopped watermelon, fried donuts, whatever it may be. By the time you reach your destination, you're stuffed. We ate casillo, a white cheese served in a plastic bag with vinegar chilies and tortilla, as well as cuajada, a curdle cheese made at a farm on a hill high above the highway. My favorite dish was vigoron. It was shredded cabbage topped with pork cracklings and dressed with lime and orange juice and bits of sliced tomatoes. It was fresh, crunchy, and totally hits the spot after I had spent the day in a hot bus. After disembarking, I wandered around Estelle, checking out the amazing produce market there. Later, I hooked up with a pal who lives in the area. We hung out in Estelle for a while, eventually making our way north into the foothills of the Cloud Forest. We stopped at a truck stop place called Don Juan Papayas for...